I love how all those guys, like all the shock jocks who, who like followed Howard Stern, they all had like a mentally disabled man who they just like horribly abused. And then the guy would like die. He would like <laughs> always die in some horrible circumstance. You loved that? You loved how that happened? I didn't finish my thought. I'm not saying I like that they died, but he would like, they would always like, the shock jock would always like fake cry on air to like add some depth to his character. And I was like, man, that's like, that's just like pre 9-11, but you knew the American empire empire was on decline. Yeah. yeah pre-9-11. It would just have like, it would be like, uh, like today on the show, uh, Joe, the retard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, it would just, yeah, it was, uh, uh pre 9-11 was a real like trash bin. Like I, I had to rewatch. Well, I, I did this for work. I rewatched like the 2001 VMAs. And it was just like an orgy of bad taste and like stupid shit. Like not, there was this really like Carson Daly at one point gives a really sanctimonious talk about how much U2 means to him and how U2 are the oh, real, wow. like heroes. And it's really fucking funny. Guys, check out my insanely shitty cultural history book from 1998 to 2018 called U2 to Me Too, a retrospective. <laughs> it, you better believe it sucks. But no, that was it was a great time. Be- yeah, 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 I have uh, Damn Right I Kissed My Daddy, a retrospective of masculinity and male projection, sexuality and cash money. Uh-huh. Uh, I think you should start with the cash money because that's the most interesting part. You yeah. I, I mean, it's my expertise. Are you familiar with the are you familiar with the picture of Birdman kissing Lil Wayne? No. Oh, yeah. Really? No. It's them kissing on the lips. Oh, but on also we should give an intro. Yes. We're like <laughs> I'll insert this in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's just so natural, oh, you know. What? Um, no, yeah. Uh we should actually do the intro. Um welcome to the Abbott Still. Uh, me and Brandon are sharing a mic for this episode. Um Brandon, you want to introduce our guests? Uh this is today on the show we've got Felix Biederman and Aaron Gloria Ryan. Make some noise. <laughs> We're recording in front of a live studio audience, yeah. but they hate us and refuse to acknowledge us. Yeah, they, they're silent. Yeah. They're just kind of, yeah. It's like it's, they're in church. Well, it's like it's just three men sitting on Jack's couch, and you don't know them. One of them's got like a bag on his lap. He looks like he might have his dick out underneath it. I, I hope it's a dick because themselves. otherwise he's on some Steven Paddock shit. Yeah, I, don't want that, I just you know? I post my address on Craigslist and um, offer five dollars for anybody. It's usually you know people come in. Yeah. Sometimes they steal things, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, welcome to the show. We have two guests right now, pretty unrelated. Um, Felix, we're not, that not that unrelated. No, we're, yeah, we're not we're not totally unrelated. Um, yeah, we are blood relatives. Yeah. We are blood relatives. Felix, I'm Felix's mom. Felix, yeah. uh, host of the podcast Chapo Trap House, also um, MMA enthusiast, uh, gamer, avid gamer. Um, what what else, Felix? Father to a murdered child, commander of the Felix regions. Uh, the uh, I was going to do the gladiator thing, but I fucked oh, it up. Yeah. I had a nice topical reference from a movie from 1998 or something. Aaron, um, writer. Um, yes. Writer of... on, on a, Oh, it's always sunny on Philadelphia. Oh my God, I it's really. It's always sunny <laughs> on Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love a, that show. I'm it's a great. Professional podcast host, folks. Um, so yeah, uh, many many things. Um, well, that's your first. That's your first write, TV writing job. I wrote for Best Week Ever like a few years, oh, like five years ago. Oh yeah. wow, I've been diving deep into Best Week Ever. 
This was like, really? but this was like when Michael. No, after Paul Tompkins, like when Michael Che was on the cast and like uh, Adam Conover was on the cast and uh, Amanda Seals was on the cast. So it's been really cool. To see yeah, they, they came back. Well, I just started diving deep because I realized best week ever was just the Twitter moments and explore page before that existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was just literally like the show was that they would play something kooky that happened that week and then they would have like comedians and semi-famous people make like one-line jokes about it which is literally it's like a quote tweet the thing about well the thing about best week ever it was i love the this week Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it was it was the i love the format but it was applied to that week yeah it didn't really work when it was rebooted just because their twitter existed so it was like by the end by friday everybody had made every joke and monday felt like it was a really long time away and like it just uh. well that's one thing about like monologues like, I mean, mo- like talk shows are, it's such an archaic format. No, yeah. But, like every monologue is just jokes from like eight hours from Twitter, eight hours. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, true. That's why Bill Maher is the king. <laughs> is because like he doesn't, he's not even really trying to keep that current. I don't know. That's why he's yeah, the best in the business, general. baby. He'll also, yeah, my favorites are when he does his episodes, he'll take like a break for a few months, like four months, and then come back and do a monologue about like everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So he's just making, he's making jokes that have been saved up for like two months about something that happened yeah. for one day. Do you ever go for like three weeks without talking to your mom and then think like, oh God, when I talk to her, I'm going to have to tell her so many stupid things that I don't want to talk. That's Bill Maher. Bill Maher is a phone conversation with your mom who you haven't <laughs> talked to for three weeks. I talk to my mom every hour <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a little codec device with my mom in my ear and she guides me through missions <laughs> Sweet, sweetie make sure to wash your hands Roger 10-4 over <laughs> she's in a bush when you're on dates yeah. she's in like a, a house plant you know, stop describing Wikipedia articles <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a cool date though having like Wikipedia articles described yeah, that's why I was in Greenpoint's <laughs> top 30 bachelors under 30. They're like, he's pretty much falling asleep with his laptop on his chest with every Wikipedia article. He knows the first two paragraphs about every subject. That's my favorite world. one is Korean fan death. That's my that's favorite. a great one. That's the best one, I think. Well, yeah, I brought everybody uh, Clementines. I brought everybody a single Clementine because that's a, you know, this isn't even my my home. But I, I'm, I'm going to treat it like it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Once again, folks, uh, me and Brandon are sharing a mic. This is a, yeah, this it, it is an error. This, this is an error. It's, it's fine. I'll probably let you dominate it. Um, but yeah, please excuse that. We're recording an episode of Chapo Trap House here after, actually. So they're bringing more mics. So that was my fault. Didn't factor. Oh, just uh, the uh, just going to be Matt and uh, Will oh. coming through. Nice. No, this is going to be... Stripped down. It's Migos. It's Takeoff, Offset, and Quavo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no and Metro gonna, Boomin. Well, no I'll Travis be the Scott. Metro Boomin of the situation. Oh, you will be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. By the way, did I ever tell you my... Uh, there's like footage of me talking to Migos like in a Benihana parking lot. No. And we were like FaceTiming. I'm kind I'm, of offended that you haven't told me that already. No, yeah. it's... Yeah, I know. It is, it's offensive. <laughs> it's very <laughs> offensive that I haven't told you that, but... Yeah, I a couple of years ago did this like vice pilot where it was like me talking to rappers. <laughs> and That's a good premise. Yeah, I I'm glad that it didn't happen because it's, you know, I in I I couldn't I would have gotten some heat, I feel like. If, yeah. If I think you would have gotten some heat for sure. If it was mm. like, oh, this this white boy uh be tripping type type shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, oh, I thought that, no, I was thinking from the other side, like people in the KKK being like, why is he talking to black people? That's oh. offensive. <laughs> I like the idea that the KKK is like, we love Brandon Wardell, but he really <laughs> let us down by talking to black people. Yeah, you're like the, ta- well, you're they, their Taylor, you're the new Taylor they Swift. They would love, they love half of me. They love like the Viking blood in me. But I'm, I, I've got, I'm too openly Filipino. Wait. Yeah, I'm pretty well. My Openly mom's Filipino. Filipino. No, I know. I knew that you were. I knew you closeted <laughs> Filipinos. That's what I was. That's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, how would you not be? No, I mean, like I came out uh, like a couple years ago. Oh. I never really talked about it until like last year, maybe. I started. I started really uh, leaning into it. That's the book leaning yeah. about. It's about um, finding your inner Filipino. <laughs> That I was mean, actually think, the original. That was a working title. Yeah, <laughs> finding your own inner Filipino. Sure get I this. think we're all Filipino. You know, <laughs> in a way, are we yeah. all as women Filipino? What? Cheryl. I think every woman is a Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> and like, is that is that progressive to say that or not? I don't know. I don't know. It's the per- perfect thing to say because you don't know if it's a joke, if it's not, <laughs> if if even if it's wrong or not. It's not yeah, right. like, is it is this pro women or anti Filipino or is it anti woman or are they equal or what world is this in? This is yeah no nobody is talking about this. Every woman is a Filipino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I mean like my mom is a Filipino in that every mom is Filipino. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all half. <laughs> we're all, so half, all half Filipino. Filipino in a way. Half Filipinos are the master race. <laughs> I'm, yeah, that I'm was saying that now. That was part of Lieben's realm. Like they were like they were like we have to expand to the Philippines to make all the perfect Aryans, which are half German and half Filipino. It's really yeah. it's only a few of us in like in the comedy world. You know, it's like uh, we, we've got Brett Weinbach. Me and Rob Schneider. Do you guys get together and talk about like your half Filipinos? Yeah, well, you know, Rob Rob comes over and he uh, you, you just, know, he goes on rants about you wax Filipino together. He he's super. He's like super. Uh, he's super conservative now. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. I don't really care. Actually, I, I don't mean, know why yeah, that's a shame. Well, I, yeah, I don't really like, give a shit with comedians unless they become like the type of conservative <laughs> where they're just so mad they're not even telling jokes. They're just like on stage yeah, like, well, and another thing you fl- you're gonna push us to the edge and then your blood will be running in the fucking street all right guys you got you guys are great <laughs> like well the thing about rob schneider is it's not it's not like there was like um there there wasn't like a rob schneider legacy he was destroying by becoming yeah. like a republican i i like i wasn't i wasn't like oh i hate watching my hero uh become rob schneider yeah <laughs> yeah like i don't know it's I guess with, with was were you ever a Dennis Miller guy? Still am. No, I, mean, I, 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 I was. Basically, you're kind of a Dennis Miller in a way. Like I, you're like I the new Dennis. Miller. How am I, how am I like him? Like I, little, I only post about like rap and like jacking off. I like, like none of my jokes really, are that smart. Yeah, you you read. That's my no, idea. I don't. I do not read at all. I'm just really good at retaining you're things so, I overheard. You're rap so and, offended. Rap and jacking off is. Offended. Rap and jacking off was my entire 2016 brand. Rap and Jack. You know? well, I was doing but, it before like, I went pro. If you listen well, to my underground tapes, you're well read. You're, I no, think I'm you, not. You, I've read like five. To, I have like I've read like five books. I no, just have you, really good you recall. It. You're like fi- you're like a fake dumb person. No, I'm not a fake. I'm just the dumbest person on my show. It's okay. It's yeah. like it's like Jews. Okay, it's Jews. <laughs> Jews. We we uh, 
think that we're better than everyone in the world, but also that we hate Jews more than anyone else. It's that type of thing. Hmm. I think I'm like the dumbest person on my show, but I also think that I'm like smarter than everyone. But I'm also like the least well-read. I just retain things very easily. And I'm I'm good at like reading two or three things and then just recalling it. Yeah, you're a Wikipedia man. I, I honestly spend more time on like DJ Academics' YouTube than Wikipedia what nowadays. What is it like? I've never even seen his YouTube. I, that's like, well, that's how he came up. I just learned that. I, just, yeah, I figured he was, YouTube, was, dude. I figured he was an actual DJ. Like I thought he was a... Like, uh, he was. He was, was at one point. Yeah, I figured that was just like his main thing. Like I just hadn't heard his music. Um, wait, is he connected to academics clothing? No, it's a different, that's a, different I, that's cool thing like, that wait, I admire. Maybe he's connected to that. <laughs> it's uh, related to academics is in college. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he like his YouTube page is like, you know, did Trippy Red and Six Nine make up? And I'm like, did they? <laughs> I don't know who any of this is. Oh, this you is don't know extremely, who DJ Academics yeah, is? Yeah, this is like extremely online. Have you not yeah. seen the video of uh, Migos and Joe Budden? No. Where uh, DJ Academics? Do you guys is just spend all day like Googling Migos videos and just refreshing the page? Well, this, was a big, this was a big thing. This was I, a big come thing. Come on, I don't want another one. Give me another Migos video. That's why I'm sad. The Google Glass program ended. I never had to Google them. They're just scrolling through my eyes yeah. at all times. <laughs> to feed. No, that was a big one. That was a, the Joe Budden versus Migos moment. That was yeah. a that was a I big cultural. That would have been on Best Week Ever for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was. I was kind of like writing about politics before I came out here to write for Best Week, so I wasn't really paying attention. Migos was having the best week ever. Migos is political. Now me and Brandon are doing the like the Beatles when they come together. Oh, Uh, Brandon just tried to give me a kiss. Jack's so afraid to kiss me; it's fucked. It's (laughs) (laughs) well. I mean, it's. it's, I don't know if I'm afraid. Maybe it's more like you're eager to kiss me. Afraid. I'm afraid to kiss. Stop being so gay. Let me kiss you. Yeah. yeah. Literally, like that's. I mean, remember New Year's? Yeah. Dude, I mean, well, we talked oh. about this. We, we talked about this. <laughs> like the thing is, I'm like, I'm trying to. I've been trying to kiss Jack for so long, and he won't do it. No. I mean, I want to let you. Um, <laughs> this is. This really is like. This is the new call me by your name. This yeah. Well, I think it's more like the new Rashomon. Like he needs to. He'll tell his story, and then like I'll tell my. What's version. the worst version of his story that he? Yeah. <laughs> he remember? Why don't, you, why don't you hit it? I mean, we this is, like, this is definitely covered in the pod, but we'll did get you fuck it. the Clementines? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This I uh, I fucked all of these Clementines. They did taste a little bleachy. Yeah. Well, you no, know, it's still low carb. <laughs> <laughs> my cum tastes great because all I do is. Uh, I, I'm either eating a clementine or I'm fucking a clementine. Why would that make it taste great? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I ha- I eat a lot of fruit. I eat a lot of pineapple. And uh, once oh one time I like I was like at Trader Joe's on like Valentine's Day once. Um, <laughs> Speaking of cum, like, I was at Trader Joe's on the Valentine's. Pi- Day. The pineapple was completely sold out, and I was like, oh, this is uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Because it's supposed to make it taste uh, better. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you know, I I thought you were supposed to come on the pineapple and then eat it like a snack. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like the Mexican thing where you sprinkle the chili powder on the mango. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a cum buttered pineapple. Oh, yeah, we did we did a lot of uh, peach peach fucking potting. Yeah. 
when that movie came out, like it was a lot because that was something I fixated on, obviously. Is yeah, just, I think a lot of people did. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we were kind of uh, groundbreaking. We, we were some, our pop was the early um, early on the peach fucking. And um, I fa- I'd say we debuted oh, the the yeah. fucking the fish peach fucking and you fucking fish. fish. What? Everybody, yeah, everybody they, like replies to me now. They'll be like, "He fuck a peach," like in my replies all the time. Mm. They do it in like escape it. They do it in like Mrs. Swan voice. Yeah, well, oh, there's yeah, it's there's like, a uh, fresh reference. <laughs> I'm bringing all the greatest <laughs> shit from the Bush era. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they they uh, it's like asterisk uh, slants eyes. Asterisk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I miss Miss I I miss Miss That was I I like I remember as a kid I thought that she actually was Asian. What was the the character was a, a white woman playing? <laughs> it was Asian. Alex yeah. Bornstein. Oh. Lois also Lois Griffin. Like you want to talk about wow. numbers on the board? Oh yeah, like Miss Swan, Lois Griffin. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's like you know hitmaker that no one talks about. Like one of yeah. those people, one of the, like exactly. the Swedish guys who writes all of like Taylor Swift and Beyonce songs. Yeah, she's Max Martin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was was that the most racist Mad TV sketch? I think. Oh, I don't even think so. Most, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that show had a lot of racism. Top five most racist <laughs> Mad TV sketches. That would, but you can't talk about it because even mentioning it is it's itself racist now. No, there's a lot of like comedy stuff that definitely like like. Uh, I mean, it, like Jordan Peele's from Mad TV originally, yeah, which is cool as fuck. Like the fact that somebody that was on Mad TV has an Oscar now is like no, it's yeah, very insp- Prune, inspiration. Three Six Mafia has an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, for uh for Hustle and Flow. Hell yeah. Yeah, and they sang they no, sang like Academy oh, Award winners before Yeah, that's entry that. level Academy that's, Award winners. They said yeah. That. Um That still comes up. Yeah. GCJ is uh still very active and still everyone says talks it, about his Oscar. Everyone stuff. like people always talk about that like it's ridiculous, but like three six are like they're one of the greatest rap groups ever and it's like the and weird thing about the, the weird thing about like the Midwest is like everyone in the Midwest like every type of person, like people who play Counter Strike land parties, like just open racist, like popular kids, gossip. Everyone listens to Three Six Mafia in the Midwest. Yeah, because oh, it's yeah. great. They just it, it's like Randy Newman has how many Oscars for songs where he's like, "It's fun to be somebody's friend." <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was actually thinking about uh, old SNL episodes the other day, and like how many like. <laughs> transphobic jokes are or like jokes that now like uh, nobody yeah. can make oh i mean there's this old like daily show clip that like oh with, the dennis kucinich yeah, one where he was like uh and uh, give it up for it was something he, dennis kucinich was yeah like, dennis Senator Kuc- chick with a dick yeah, no dennis yeah. kucinich was talking about how he would like he's like how come there is like no no black black woman on the Supreme court like what if there was a trans woman and then jen starts like oh yeah i'll rise her honorable judge chick with a dick but that was like kind of what like all mainstream comedy was like really until like three years ago i'd right, say yeah. yeah it wasn't it was like that very long tra- ago yeah, we talked about we were talking about the like maury episodes where like it would be like like a, a trans woman would give a straight guy a lap dance and oh. maury would be like psych <laughs> oh, oh yeah, 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 there, yeah somebody yeah. got murdered because of homophobia right like jenny jones oh, remember yeah. that yeah. there was like yeah. a guy it was like a secret crushes show and a guy revealed that he had a crush on a guy and the 
person who ha- he had the crush on killed the crusher. Fuck. Yeah. Which is fucked up because like it was definitely not over the crush. It was like, why the fuck did you bring me onto a TV show to tell me that? Too? Yeah, like, yeah, it was because I think they're friends or something. That's so weird. I like sometimes. Nineties TV was wild. It was super wild. I remember staying homesick from school sometimes and like watching The Price Is Right and then like you know running around for the soap operas that were on for three hours and then coming back downstairs in time for Jenny Jones and Mad TV. It was on on loop. I was Probably a central during the day. Huge Mad TV watcher. It's yeah, good. Huge. Did you did you skip school a lot? No, no, I didn't. But you know, I was always home in time to watch it's, Mad TV. It's fucked up that there were no best of Mad TV DVDs. It's it's too racist. It is. Well, that's it's too, all on YouTube. It's not racist enough. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's like you know that's the sl- the Slate article. Some people say Mad TV was racist, but it's actually the perfect vehicle to enough. yeah make it more racist. The perfect vehicle to fight Trump. Like that's that's the thing is whenever whenever somebody it, like talks about SNL through rose colored glasses, like they're always referring they've they watched the best of adam right, sandler right. best of whoever mm-hmm. like it's always been half good half bad yeah. like since the beginning it's always had the same yeah, level it's of like consistency. topical comedy and right. when you have like phil hartman and shit there it's really funny and like all those greats they weren't like topical it was just like here's a weird character well they also have to write sketches around like these comedians these like uh, hosts that are not funny sometimes so like right like wayne gretzky or whatever yeah, yeah or like january jones that's i don't know why that was the first example i thought of. <laughs> wayne gretzky did wayne he host gretzky, snl but he was he did host snl yeah. what i think like there's like a there's an odenkirk interview where he was talking about writing for snl and being like i mean you try writing jokes for wayne gretzky yeah like, that's super weird yeah also i think SNL it's is always like, the best when stand-ups host yeah yeah, because they're, they're pretty funny. It's all, I was also thinking like SNL is like the thing that the one comedy thing that pundits watch. Like, yeah, yeah. And then they think that that's what all comedy is. And that like and it, that's not SNL's fault, but it like drives me fucking nuts to hear like fucking Joe Scarborough talk about what sketches that he liked from would sex. you, ra- like, would you oh, rather oh think about Joe Scarborough <laughs> and Mika Brzezinski just like huddled up watching like you know, the Kafifi corner on weekend update, like rather, chuckling to them. So that's fucking dark. I, like, would you rather, oh my God. would you rather morning Joe be Joe Scarborough being like, yeah, so I just watched this spaghetti sketch from Tim and Eric. Awesome. Show. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. He, like, he, he, I would rather he, he didn't talk about it at all. Like, uh, yeah. I, like he's just not, it's not his wheelhouse and he's so fucking, ugh. they should just go full deep into leftist weird Twitter. Yeah, totally. and be like, uh, skeleton thought sixty nine yeah. posted this morning uh, <laughs> a, a, a long thread. I think I think it would be cool if they got into like the kings of comedy. Yeah, <laughs> like that became the new cool thing. I mean, yeah. we're already getting like early two thousands nostalgia, but if all comedy goes back to that, yeah, that's the perfect America. I well, think I, it would be fine. I think it would be cool if after this pod we went down to the fashion district and all bought huge suits. Yeah, like kings of comedy with matching hats. Okay, that'd be tight. I'll do, I'll get a buy uh, a boy suit too. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's like Big yeah. suits. You know what I'm saying? Girls can be queens now or kings. What is wrong with my head? I like that's went okay. out for like an hour last night, and I'm like oh, stupid yeah, I mean, now. That's so you always have to be in dumbass zone. Yeah, that's yeah, why I can like nonsense. Yeah, sprint through the punchlines because I'm just always thinking stupid shit. Yeah, we it's like. Yeah, not gonna stumble over Steve Harvey's name. Not going to do any of that. We potted with Felix last night and then uh, like immediately went out. You came out. Yeah. And then we were hanging out until like two. And then I went home early because I was tired. 
Yeah, but like you know, we hung out until what whatever, like twelve thirty. Yeah, woke up, <laughs> woke up, started just back at it. Yeah, back on the grind. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so you know if you if you uh, forget how to say Cedric the Entertainer or whatever, that's fine. I got. I'm not mad. I got one more podcast after this, like the main podcast I do, and then I have three hours of Twitch. No, that's oh great. yeah, I mean just that's probably content. what I'll. I like doing it. I like I like doing my. It's like my friend show. I like doing it. Shout out to Go Off Kings, Jesse, Rob, and Stefan. Yeah, a lot of cameos for you today. Yeah, I'll probably also be gaming after this. To be clear, I, I'm the. I'm like. Let me be clear. Let me be very clear. Um, let me be clear. I uh, I'm playing Fortnite. <laughs> um, I that's like the that's all you have. To, it is. Very convenient that all you have to do for an Obama is just say, let me be clear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look. You can um, say that. No, look. Um, no, yeah. look. Let me be clear. Um, the, <laughs> there are no girl minions. And the minions are uh, gay with each other. <laughs> um, the, no. the minions do not have genitals, but they are gay with each other. And they do have gay sex. No, look. Uh, <laughs> lots, of, lots of rotted. Uh, lots of lots of rubbing. Now look, I'm half Indian, half Japanese. So when I'm looking for sushi, okay, I'm going to Seven <laughs> Eleven. I like this character. That's that's the no, Dan Nagy yeah. guy. Oh, uh, we did we 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 like made ourselves stupid on Chavo, like just doing Obama you, voice. You made yourself stupid. Yeah, I used to have a 300 IQ wow. until I started doing Obama voice all wow. the time. We did Obama Joker, and that was oh god. We did Obama, like last year, we spent like a month doing Obama Joker, and that. It was like the most fun I've ever had in my life. It's kind of been downhill ever since, <laughs> since we discovered Obama Joker. Um, have you seen Have you seen the videos somebody's using um, that new video software to turn Trump into the Heath Ledger Joker in videos? Oh, all, that's like, fucking twisted. No, it's, that's going to be what finally clips, brings him down. That's, yeah. that's it. That's what we needed is they're more They're not even like videos. making fun of Trump. They're just like more like Joker fans. Like it's really based in like... <laughs> that's, how Trump's gonna, that's how Trump's going to get reelected. There are a lot of Joker fans right. in America. Okay, gather around. I mean, I know you're a sophisticated guy. Oh my God. The world is a mess. The world is as angry as it gets. Well, you think this is going to cause a little more anger? The world is an angry place. Wow. Yeah, this is like the least sexy deep fake I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Yeah. What if what if Trump just did start wearing Joker makeup? Like they fire <laughs> Kelly because Kelly was blocking it. Yeah. And he's like, I just, you know, I just, I, I relate to him. Okay. Look, he's right. You know, some people, some things are crazy and some people never bat an eye. You know, whoa, look at that. Do we love that or what folks? <laughs> oh God. Where does the Joker rank in the pantheon of like dudes that like, Movie dudes that like losers latch on to in a way in in like the the Tyler way that they Durden. do with like Tyler mm. Durden or uh Patrick Bateman. Pa- yeah, Patrick Bateman. Uh there's also yeah, Tyler Durden, Patrick Bateman, the Joker. Those ne- are like Neo. top three. Neo. Oh, Neo's a but Neo's like oh, a yeah. good person. Morbius dressed like Neo every Halloween I for would, years. I, I, I love those are my favorite. I always retweet them when I see them. I love those. But I'd say I'd say the biggest ones after like yeah Patrick Bateman and Tyler Durden are like Goodfellas oh, and yeah. Wolf of yeah. Wall like every like dumb guy oh, every they love yeah. Wolf of Wall Street yeah. every movie that's about like a guy who's rich for like two years and then loses everything and all his friends are like 
yeah, this is a movie about a guy who's cool, right? <laughs> it's like with, with Sicario. I always thought it's funny they're making Sicario too because I love that movie. Like, it, it's kind of the movie I feel like Zero Dark Thirty should have been. And it's about like what a shell of a person you have to be to like be the tip of the spear for this empire, kind of. And that they're making Sicario too is so funny because it's like, remember the cool guy from this movie? <laughs> he's back and he's cooler you never than saw ever. Sicario? No. Oh, it's it's. I mean, I th thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. Uh, I love that movie. movie. Yeah, I'll, I mean, it's just like it, it's about like um, Arizona cops and like DAA guys going over to Mexico to like with some like joint task force but it's mostly it's like it's a well-made like action movie kind of it's yeah yeah it's yeah. got like crazy sound design like you um it's a movie it's emily, emily blunt's in it right? yeah emily yeah. Blunt's you like definitely the... seen it in a theater like kind of movie you know no you should watch it like on your couch for uh, sure but it was like your seeing feet in the blocking half the screen like <laughs> i do it's the movie viewing experience I have the volume super low I recently started trying to watch that, but I couldn't finish it. You know, another one that people like, uh, Scarface, I guess, is kind of oh, a yeah. basic one. Scarface like, is the OG. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like maybe Patient Zero. He yeah. shoots his sister in the stomach and then just like dies in his stupid his like, Baroque fountain. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, that's the guy. Yeah. He's so cool. Yeah. And he, he wants to, his sister, he wants to fuck his sister and she isn't even that hot. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like... Yeah, there's a and it spills out too because um like I don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, but um a couple people there's like a pattern of people posting about this one episode and like a couple people sent it to me and the theme was all like if you have ever had depression or like blah blah blah, you should listen to this. It's really good and insightful. Like even just like I don't normally listen to Joe Rogan. I listened to it and it was like about this guy who was like fat and like became a Navy SEAL and then like then he did other things. He became like a ultra marathon runner and like did all these like physical feats. But there's no like his name, Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, but he's like he also like hospitalized himself like many times and like developed like heart conditions. And it's supposed to be like all these like obstacles he overcame. But it's very clear like results of his like yeah. physical feats. It's like, oh, yeah, I just dissolved my leg muscles because I like ran a marathon without warming up. Yeah. And I I will listen to the whole thing and at the end I was just pissed off. I was like, what the fuck? And then he was also dropping little nuggets in there too, be like, Well, I did the first marathon uh it was right after my uh, me and my wife divorced, uh, and then I did this other one. He'd like you could hear in the background his life like crumbling. Yeah. And it's just weird. It's like there's a whole respect for like looking at an achievement and then it's just like ignoring a life crumbling around you. There used to be um this column on Exojane RIP. Mm -hmm. Uh, called uh, It Happened to Me. And like the stories at first were like, it happened to me. My house got robbed. And then they ran out of things that can happen to you. And they started to be things that were clearly the results of bad choices. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it happened to me. I cheated on my boyfriend and he broke up with me after he found out that he had chlamydia. No, you did that. Yeah. You did that. And <laughs> yeah, that happened to greatest else. passive voice column yeah. of all time. I, I did it to myself, which is like a better word for it. That, that was like the guy who was like, well, I did this physical thing, suffered consequences, and then had to overcome it. He did it to himself, man. That's an exo-Jane call. Yeah, I finished it, and I was like, that was not inspiring. I'm pretty sure this man lived a very weird life that I, I want no part of. It's not motivating me. That's Joe Rogan is still fresh on my mind, I do want to talk about the Joe Rogan cameo in Bright. 
Did you yeah, see yeah, it? yeah. Of course I, I saw Bright. I did not like, see this. One of the like the first scene in Bright is like Will Smith wakes up and he's like, "Well, time to eat breakfast and do the first thing that I do in the morning: watch the Joe Rogan Experience." And that's so the most like, realistic thing in the movie that a cop would do that. Like that's yeah. a cop thing. That's he's fair. like, that's "All right, fair. all right." We're going to be positive today. I'm going to have no investigated shootings. Start my day with Joe Rogan. Yeah, like he's making breakfast and he's watching Joe Rogan and it's Joe Rogan like talking about orcs. Yeah. <laughs> like it's huh. it's like a scene that they filmed for them. It, yeah, yeah. They didn't just use a Joe Rogan clip. Like, yeah, yeah. This was he a had bright a full exclusive. full on cameo. He had a cameo yeah. in it. That's so, I didn't watch Bright. I don't listen to Joe Rogan, but like half the Uber drivers I've had since they've come to L.A., Love Joe Rogan, and they want to. Are talk they to me playing Joe Rogan when you no. hop in the Uber? No, I think that would be quite a that would be a, a risky move. I think. But how do you know that they? How does they, this they, come t- up? They, they're chatty. That's out the here. first thing you they're say to so impre- ch- the first thing you say to impress a woman. Yeah, is like, how many episodes of Joe Rogan you've listened? To? How yeah. is this, what I do? So what, how usually, is it coming up? Well, so usually, but I, now I do like the pool because this like Uber pool, so I a car with people and uh-huh. the driver's less likely to be chatty you use like headphones yeah well because it's not Important. rude when you're in no, a car exactly. with other people but when yeah. it's just you it's rude to be like i'm listen- i'm i'm gonna listen to yeah, this but in an uber pool headphones are very key. yeah totally but i was in like you'd get into an uber by yourself and the driver will be like how are you doing today aaron how are you and they'll just want to like ask me questions but at what point do they start talking about I'm Joe like, Rogan what do you do for what do you do well I'm out here because I'm writing for a TV show what TV show and then I tell them and they're like oh are you a comedian no I'm not a comedian I'm a journalist why like, would you uh, why wouldn't you lie I should I don't know what are what the hell <laughs> I never no, I never say what I do because it's yeah. like what yeah me and my friend started a podcast as a joke and now it's my job and, yeah uh, and- you yeah, know I just said like I'm a writer well what do you write well I write comedy and then they'll be like, okay, I love comedy. No, you Joe gotta, Rogan. You need to like make All up roads jo- lead to Rogan, man. You can't it's- say that you're a comedian. You can't say that you're a writer. You can't, it, like, definitely can't say you're a podcaster. You should, you should make a, a listicle about this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I things mean, you can't tell just an Uber say driver. That, say that you, you're a sandwich artist I'm, or I'm, I'm, jo- I'm Josh Brolin from Sicario. That was based on me. <laughs> yeah. I'm that guy. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. I'm listening to Travis Scott. <laughs> That's what operators listen to uh, to Travis Scott butterfly effect three times until my ride is done. <laughs> <laughs> I did get into an Uber recently though, and they were listening to Lincoln Park, like not ironically, and I was like, "This place is great." It's we were I just mean, talking about like, that, yeah. Like them listening to it ironically wouldn't make it better. <laughs> like if it was no, some Uber like- driver listening to Lincoln Park <laughs> as a joke, you get in the cart, he turns like, <laughs> "Get a load of this shit." <laughs> You'd be like, well, "Yeah, get me out of this." There's car. like ironic like fun jams and like uh, Felix and I were talking about this oh, earlier. I, mean, I you're speaking to a former irony DJ. Irony, irony, so. bro. I went to you to see you DJ that one time. Yeah, in New York. You. Yeah, it was it was a weird night, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was briefly there and I like left before. Yeah, that was good. That was I did the yeah. It was you were an irony DJ irony. It was yeah. It was uh yeah. There was uh, a. Oh, it has to be. Has to be. Um yeah. Did an Oxcore DJ set after the after three sold out shows in a very small venue. Yeah, it was um, really really. It's small. a very small venue. It's not. It wasn't that impressive to sell out because it's like, oh, this is, it's a small venue. Yeah. But then you came, you saw me DJ. Yeah. Well, this a good night. But like in New York, everybody's like an irony DJ. Like you get, it, it's like, right. you know, like 80s well, yeah, now soft everybody rock. will like play Wonderwall and like. Yeah. Yeah. But I was some here. Some sort of like wink. 
Right. Well, like out here, it's like Lincoln Park. And then like yesterday I was in a car. Oh, my God. Wait, what is this? Wait. Well, he just found DJ Irony on Twitter. Oh, my God. Look at this. He just searched DJ Irony. What happens when the on-air jock gets crazy? It's just a oh, photo of... No, dude, you're not yeah. supposed to do that to the camera. Middle finger to the, f- to the cam. That's it's rude. Not- I consider that rude. He doesn't know who's looking I'm deplatforming DJ Irony. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Um, I'm going to call all the other DJs and be like, this guy isn't good. He flipped off the camera. DJ Irony, like take that rose out of your name immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait, I interrupted your... Oh, no, I was just saying, I like got in the car the other day, and I don't know why I'm telling this story, but I'm still mad about it. And like Young Money's Bedrock came on, which is a bop. Which I played that night. Yes. And then we were, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is a, it's a, it's a jam. And like they changed the channel to Where Is the Love by the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, that's And yeah. I've never been angrier. Yeah. At an Uber driver. No, I like, I like the idea that he's like, he's like, oh, this bedrock song is embarrassing. <laughs> I know, I'll put on a cool band, yeah. Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I played bedrock in the club. And then we went to Adam Friedland's apartment yeah. and then watched the Bedrock music video. We did like watch the Bedrock times. music yeah. video. That was fun. That, it's weird how... It's weird. It's weird. Every it, girl in the world. Every girl in the world is a great yeah. one. It's yeah. weird how... I just want to fuck every girl in the world. <laughs> wow. It's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. The impressions are coming in fast and hot. Lauren, are you listening right now? <laughs> it's weird how every time you go to Adam Friedland's apartment, he just has a non a TV playing a loop of Young Money videos that you can't turn off. It's his place. I think it's an ideal, situ- ideal setup. I, I mean, I think you the, the line needs to be drawn pretty clear between irony music and non-irony. I mean. You know, Lincoln Park. I don't know if that needs to be ironic ever. No, because it's bad. Also, well, I mean, you know, you could. I never personally liked Lincoln Park, but also I, I'm going to drop uh, a personal life tip: is that uh, I've uh, just began like before. I, if I'm never nervous about like something or like if I have a big day or something, I need to be pumped up. I just go back to my middle school catalog. Oh like, yeah. Like straight up, and it's and I do it a lot for things. I'll listen to Slipknot and Limp Bizkit, like just <laughs> literally, and it's all very good still. I saw Limp Bizkit recently; they ruled. So it's like you know, and I think like a lot of people know that about me, and they like think it's ironic, but it's like no. I mean, I I grew up listening to this band. Like, were you I, my I Uber driver? They're old, but you're you were my Uber driver though. Yeah, I possibly was, <laughs> but yeah, but it's always interesting though, like people's reaction to that with me too, because it's like. Sometimes people think it's like a full joke. And it's like, oh no, I mean, not not really. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then some, yeah, some people the way they treat shit like that, and all my interactions with Fred Durst have been weird in that sense too. I, it's like, I thought that you had great interactions with Fred Durst, right? Yeah. Well, it was just that one. Like, I took a picture with him, <laughs> and uh, then it like wound up on BuzzFeed being an article like. Uh, Fred Durst is looking very old, but sexy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> linking to my picture. Women, women, I, I just cannot figure out what women find hot. Kind of rules. I mean, like, look at Fred, Fred Durst Fred can Durst get it. Prime yeah. for sure. Slipknot guys with the masks on can Fred get Durst, it. Fred Durst is like the kind of guy who you would find attractive when you had low enough self, low enough self esteem to think that like you just should get jackhammered. Like that, with, <laughs> like for for women, like because I think when I was under twenty five, I was like, fuck yeah, Fred Durst, he's so hot. And then I got older and I was like, oh, that guy does not. He doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to. No, when that, you expi- go back- that explains why like I had so much sex when I moved to New York. It was it, was, it wasn't despite me having a mattress just on the floor. It was because Fred of it. Durst yeah, yeah. Good Low self esteem. Yeah. Yes or no? Anyone with a chin strap is. It's like yeah. Oh, 
I think he like he probably likes it. Oh, he definitely. Enjoys I think it. a lot of men think they're good at it, but are not. I think, but he's probably been doing it for long enough now. Yeah, but he's also been doing it with women who probably don't want to be the ones to tell him like you're not very good at it. Oh yeah, he's the. I mean, tolerate this Durst slander on my. Nick Fredzers is great at eating pussy, right? I believe he's probably a phenomenal. I think very few men are good at it, and a lot of men think they are because women feel bad when they're doing it. And yeah. they're just like, they're just like, okay, just like, look at it. let's get it over with. He did it for the nookie. He did. Yeah. He did. Um, I mean, yeah, he was, dude, Fred Durst was very hot in his prime. Like, he wore in those the, like in the loose moment, t-shirts though. Also, yeah. It's, well, that's, I mean, I like, modesty is hot. Anymore. Leave something to the imagination. Jonathan, what's Jonathan a, Davis what's a, in his prime. What's under, what's under, what's under that Quicksilver hoodie? <laughs> uh, I wonder <laughs> what's under that pony shirt. I like that, I like that uh, Eminem's first single. He has the he has the line where he's like, uh, "Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs." So oh I can yeah, sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst. Yes, yeah. and hear hear them argue over who she, she gave, gave head to first. first. Yeah. yeah. That was wild. That was a wild. He would get bow ties spun around when that one came out. <laughs> Monocles popped out. Yeah. Do you think like did they call her like well like do you think he called her and was like yo I'm I'm gonna throw this line in want to make sure you're yeah. cool with it or is she like just listening to like and then it's just she hears <laughs> it like what you know it's, it, what's worse if it's true or if it's like a hypothetical. Like maybe she did give them both head. Like, I don't, don't care who anybody gives head to. It's like a philosophy yeah, question. Like, like yeah, Christina Aguilera is, is sucking Carson Daly's dick at eighty miles per hour, but she's thirty <laughs> miles away. And Fred Durst is twenty miles away. Who gets there first? How many? Who, who, how many who, dicks who would connect them? How many dicks between the one dick and the other dick? If they're both, yeah, that's great. That's yeah, great math. That's question. a Jordan Peterson topic yeah. I want covered too. Actually, Heidegger's Slim Shady. <laughs> I think like Fred Durst, uh, Fred Durst, like pussy eating ability. It's it's up in the air. Like scientists haven't really like determined whether or not he's good at eating pussy. No, but Eminem definitely is bad at eating pussy. Yes, I I can say that unequivocally. Why did you see him do it? He ate my pussy. <laughs> 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 I want to request a uh, a full Limp Bizkit Peterson analysis, like maybe as a uh, a bonus YouTube video from you sometime. Oh, we. Full... I'm gonna, I'm gonna really? How? How all of us are doing it for the Nookie? We Just really. <laughs> Do you guys know uh, Dan Quinn? Uh, yeah. No, it sounds like two names that I've heard around each other before, but not together. Dan Quinn is this like mentally ill youtube guy who thinks that if you blend the sugar substitute stevia in water it creates like a cancer cure that's also a replacement good for cocaine <laughs> and okay. he, he's like a 45 year old like former college football player is he single he is actually once he gets out of prison awesome but he he like he does these youtube videos where it's like challenges like mma fighters because he's like man when i smoke a blunt laced with stevia i'm the fastest white boy in the world I thought you were talking about Daniel Quinn, uh, the philosopher who wrote Ishmael. <laughs> Have you read that book? No. Oh, I think I had great. to read First it in college. Great book. There's too, there's too much Dan like, oh. Quinn for me to explain to fully like, do what? this bit. Yeah. You can just take this out. No, no, we, we were, it's, it's we, were doing, we were doing Dan Quinn, Jordan Peterson today because Dan Quinn has like a very weird syntax. Like he's a 40 foot, like he's sort of Michael Rappaport. He's like a 43 year old white dude who talks yeah. like what he thinks like a black person in 1992 would talk like. Yeah. So it's like a lot of homeboys. And oh, yeah. Did you see the, 
I just I just came back, so I missed uh, all of that. But you mentioned Michael Rapaport, and I was just watching the video of him like like talking about Lil Xan. Like, oh being like, god! Yeah. Yo, so this fucking Lil Xanax cat comes out saying Tupac's boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's like it's obvious. You know, I don't give a fuck or a shit about Lil Xan. But like Michael Rapaport is like he's way too old to be talking about. It sounds Lil like Zan. He's, he always sounds like he's trying to slam poetry his way out of a divorce, <laughs> or, like, <laughs> or like into cu- or like to joint custody with his with his wife. Well, it's always like old white dudes like that who like take the most offense like for Tupac. Yeah, like I like Tupac's music, but I don't like give a shit if Lil Xan like thinks he was influential to his. Right. Lil Xan raps about like being depressed because he took like his aunt's <laughs> medication. No, I don't right. think he's that influenced by Tupac, but like I don't yeah. care. But um, I don't think he's. I don't think he's like he's good. But I also I'm not like I think that if you're over the age of eighteen, you shouldn't be talking about Lil Xan. No, yeah, we shouldn't be doing it. Hey, there was he he did come up to me. At, <laughs> he did come well, up not to me. Well, not me. I'm at, 17 years old. So. I met him at I did meet him at Emo Night Day. Really? Uh late last year and he was like, "Hey, Brandon Wardell, I fuck with you." That's nice. Which was nice. That's that a very nice. nice thing to say. Yeah, does he so I mean, he he Lil Xan likes me more than Tupac, I guess. That's I don't great. Know. That you're, is great. In well, one person's mind, but, you're better than Tupac. Yeah, like I don't know. He's like He's that whole world is very bad. Lil Xan can like yeah. actually kind of rap though, but it's just like I, it's not my type of thing. But right. He that like type of older white dude who's just like an out of twenty two, an umbrage taker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone who for whom like nineties rap is like their Talmud is just like this is just the most oh, aggravating I you were type. Talking about, I thought you were talking about old guys that support that stuff. Oh, that's also lame. Yeah, that's yeah, also, yeah, which is also that's bad. also lame. That's like. Yeah. You're not going to be young again. In yeah. general, yeah. is lame. You just shouldn't get old. Is yeah. It? yeah. Well, that's why the only cool older guy is Peter Thiel, because he like uses blood to stay young. That's the only... <laughs> so he can talk about Lil Xan. It's not <laughs> Yeah, weird. that's true. Peter Thiel can talk about Lil Xan. Yeah. Um, I was in a green room the other day at the CNN Bureau here in L.A., and yeah, because I, I have a contract with CNN. With, with <laughs> Lil Xan? Yeah, no, Lil Xan <laughs> wasn't there, but I overheard some people talking about Peter Thiel's possible... Uh, media company or whatever coming to LA and I was just like I wonder what that guy's that crazy bitch I wonder what he's gonna do like what if he found what if he founds like his own channel oh yeah would you (laughs) (laughs) well I mean if he brings back mad tv I'm kind of gonna have to have to work with (laughs) him Peter Thiel presents Mad (laughs) I honestly like barely know who Peter Thiel is he's he I used to work at does uh, he what does he own he he owns Palantir and he was one of the, uh, which is like a spy software company. And he yeah. was one of the original PayPal guys. And I think he's on the board of Facebook. Okay. So he's yeah. basically evil is his business. He famously sued Gawker into oblivion, right? Yeah. I used yeah. to work at yeah. uh, Gawker Property. Because they yeah. like outed him or something? Right. Somebody in a comment outed him. Oh, and in a comment? Yeah. It was, just, it was so fucking dumb. Oh, yeah. I've seen the, I've seen the d- documentary. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, Gawker was doing wild stuff back then. The Gawker yeah. stalker was defend, wild. Defend Gawker at all. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, that's true. That was, that did suck. In defense the of Gawker, Gawker stalker, in, in defense up. of Gawker stalker, how else are you going to supposed to find out where celebrities are? Yeah. <laughs> no one proposed <laughs> another stalker, solution. The Gawker stalker was fucked up. How else? The Larry, the Larry King, Jimmy Kimmel, like when Jimmy Kimmel was guest hosting for Larry King, 
Oh yeah, what, with that. Uh, that was that was the dawn. I mean, like he was right, but it was still like the dawn of like very serious Jimmy Kimmel do? that I can't stand. He was like, "You are ruining people. You are endangering people's lives." Yeah, do you think they should bring back the juggies? I just, I just. Yeah, it was a more honest Jimmy. The Jimmy Kimmel now who cries about Jimmy Kimmel cried when they killed Cecil the Lion. It's like you have kids, man. Fucking stop it. Uh, I'm pro Kimmel, by the way. I'm I wanna, pro Kimmel too. I'm still trying to get booked. So <laughs> I, I looks I like want, looks like I'm the I, old. <laughs> you know, yeah. I got to I got to interview him a couple like month and a half ago at the door. I think he's a good dude, and I think that it's super nice. Yeah, super nice guy. I'm, I'm sure he's an okay guy, but I'm the only one brave. No, enough we're gonna to, shame you. No, I'm the uh, fine because I'm the only one brave enough to take the moral stance, which is men should not like cry. I don't care if it's in public and private. Just mm. don't do it. It's not so healthy. Brave of you. Yeah, that is really brave. Yeah, it's really groundbreaking. Crying, men are crying all over the place. Crying is toxic masculinity. That's what I think it is. Of the pod. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Definitely. crying is toxic masculinity. Yeah. yeah. Felix, when's the last time you cried? Oh, uh, non-ironically. Um, what? <laughs> 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 no. Ironic crying. No, no, no. Like the last time I cried, I think I was like, I, I was like up for like. You ever have those like manic cycles where you like get a lot of things done and you're off for like two or three days? No. Well, fine. I guess not all of us have normal brains, but uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I was just like I didn't get that much sleep and I had a bunch of work to do, and then I like finally pe- like got something in uh, right under the deadline, and I was like done. I could relax, and I watched this YouTube video that was like cut together the best scenes from David Lynch's Dune, and the scene where. Oh my- Ger- what the this scene? Is what you <laughs> cried last? The scene. Yeah. The scene where Gurney Halleck goes, "Long live Duke Leto." I didn't like weep, or I just had like one small tear like roll down my cheek. And when was that? I was like, I'd say like September. Yesterday? It was when it was like the week that Rich Piana died because I was I had a lot of shit. Oh, to that's do. a. Wa- I like so I like filed the obituary for him, and then I had to do a bunch of other shit. And then I was just like getting a ton of shit done and exhausted. I was sort of sad about Rich Man. Not to the point that I would like cry. I didn't know him, but just that scene is emotional when he says, Long live Duke Leto. Fuck, man. I cried <laughs> like last week. Why? I watched um, Eighth Grade, the new Bo Burnham movie. Oh, really? At South by. Yeah. Is it good? I mean, I cr- yeah, it's amazing. But I also cry during movies like a fair amount. Oh, yeah. Wait, like no, that's no, a no. thing. No, I mean, I don't remember it really, but I I do think you, you've you revealed a couple movie cries shocked me. I was like, what? Like, what were you even crying in? A, <laughs> Wait, well, like, like what? I don't remember the movies. What movies have you cried in? Because I remember you telling me them and being like, what did you what part did you Are cry you, at? Like, expose me? I mean, no, I, th- I feel like we I talked cried, about it on pod. I cried during Coco. That's normal. Yeah, that's a modern one. This it's is a- normal to cry during Coco. Uh, I think it's good to cry during movies. I've cried in movies. I feel like we have, uh, have we talked about it on, on pod? It depends, but yeah, it's fine. I, I like when I was like twelve, I went to see Lord of the Rings at two towers with my dad, and he like cried during some scene, and I was like, "Oh wow, you man, this sucks." To... My dad's broken. <laughs> I want to do one. <laughs> wow, Lord of the Rings, the Twin Towers. Yeah, oh. it's weird how they made that movie knowing hmm. what would happen. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it came out after. Well, yeah, but it takes like, the, it takes like five the, years. Yeah. They wrote the book knowing what would happen. No, yeah. they wrote the books after the movies. They wrote the, 
the oh the books were like oh do you remember those yeah, like big, a tie-in did you guys have book orders in your school did you have what book orders yeah where they were like a little folded in half thing with pictures of books and you could or like fill out oh, the like yeah, yeah, yeah. Book yeah, club? yeah 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 weekly reader or whatever there was like the, do you remember they'd always, they'd always have like little movie novels and in the middle there'd be like a bunch of pictures from the movie oh the movie novelization yeah. and it was like the glossy yeah, photos in the i had very one middle. for i'd home alone too i had one for godzilla in oh. 2000 like the matthew broderick godzilla <laughs> i had one for the mummy with brendan frazier <laughs> started my lifelong love affair with literacy yeah like it did i remember like reading <laughs> yeah just <laughs> just reading those novelizations and feeling like oh like i love literature <laughs> like oh shit everybody some people have arrived okay the uh chapo boys just they just arrived yeah the rest of me goes through here. And they had to kick out the other guys that we just had in here <laughs> <laughs> watching us silently. Oh yeah, this is you know, this is what happens, you know, when you're when you're in a a bustling podcast. This is stew. extremely bustling, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, like they just they came in for they're they're recording a Chapo right after this in Jack's apartment. Jack has left the room. I'm he, I'm in both. He's mad, chairs he's now. in tears. Yeah. Jack left the room it. in tears. Because, yeah, because Felix cried at Dune. <laughs> That's I wouldn't cry at it under normal. I wouldn't really call it crying. It was a single tear, and it was also like under normal circumstances. When's the last time you cried more than one tear, though? You mean like active crying? Um, I don't know. It was it was not like super long ago, but I I'd have to like pinpoint when it was. That's crazy. That's crazy that you don't remember. I have like this. Thing. I just have a shitty memory. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm You're very, constantly crying. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I'm memento for crying. <laughs> this is That's why I got teardrop tattoos on my face. I didn't kill somebody. I'm just trying to remi- <laughs> remember just, the last remember good cry I that's had. That's what crying is. No, I like- it's fuck it. This fucking sucks. Jack won't kiss me. <laughs> you won't cry. <laughs> this is like, this is the most like toxic masculine. This has been very pod. toxic. Very toxic. Jordan Peterson can remember when he cried like better than I can. Well, yeah, because that video just came out of him crying. Yeah, he well, he loves to cry. Like, Why was he? Did crying? it just come out? Yeah. Virgil probably knows, right? What? Didn't you uh, the video of uh, of uh, Jordan Peterson crying? Yeah, that just surfaced. That did that just come out? No, it's, I see it's an old. Video. It's old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? What oh, okay. was he crying over? Was he crying over Dune too? No, only cool men cry about that, but. <laughs> Oh. That's like yeah. jer- that's like jerking off into a mirror. Like <laughs> Well, you mean you mean a, so- a sign of good self-esteem and self-care? Yeah, no. No. It's cool to do the Patrick Bateman to yourself while you're jacking <laughs> off in the mirror. <laughs> you're just not having sex with anybody. Unless I'm making eye contact with myself. <laughs> you're going to a personal trainer and you're like, yeah, I just like, whenever I jack off in the mirror, my <laughs> obliques aren't really. <laughs> well, why really- do I have to leave? I pay a lot of money to belong to Equinox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they have the Kiehl's lotion there, so it's worth it's worth going to do the the mirror jackoffs at Equinox, you know. Yeah. Just paying your trainer. The eucalyptus soaked towels. Yeah, yeah. So you so can it's jerk like off with it. It's just, like a good place to go and like do a it. like a nice tangly little jo session. If I go somewhere and they have Kiehl's or Aesop products. I'm like, I'm about to jack off <laughs> for sure because <laughs> <laughs> it's a premium jack off experience. Probably like the 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're definitely like, you're definitely doing it with that oh keels I had to buy you too. That's so, oh, that's so, that's the funniest. Like that, there's a, oh go ahead, Felix. I was just gonna say that's so new money. It's like oh no, even when I jerk off, it has to be expensive. <laughs> yeah. I have to use little. I have to squirt keels lotion, put little caviar in it, like mm. uh, like gel beads and shampoo. <laughs> well, I have the I have the free Pornhub Premium plug. Like I have oh, free yeah. Pornhub Premium for ten years. Brandon just fully sponsored for with, with the money. <laughs> what's up? Premium? No, no, no. Premium is not free. A lot. A lot. What is on premium? Well, there's porn on there that is two HD. Okay. <laughs> you get it. You like, get it. It's it's like. Are you uh, you're are you talking about ethics and pornography now? Because I don't know. I uh, it's. I represent my clients, the bang bus. Yeah, like, are you? What are you? What's the ethic porn that you jack off? What do you jack off to? <laughs> <laughs> Will, what's the Will Maticker, What's the last? Who are, who are your guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I only jack, you jack off. off. You jack off to mumblecore porn. <laughs> I only jack off to real sex on HBO. If it's not polyamorous, sixty-two-year-old retired teachers, I don't want to see it. It's not good. Uh, oh, none of us have. Remember when yesterday we were watching the Ivanka Trump uh, stuff shoot? Remember it? Yeah, we were, that was actually the last time I cried after we all came. <laughs> um. Yeah. What's up? Oh. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up so the the boys to, uh, can get in. We're about to record a Chapo episode. Some heavy overlap. I need um, to uh, get my plugs in. <laughs> I need to get my plugs. Well, that's like no. I that's April eighth. April eighth at the satellite in Los Angeles. It's my monthly show. I don't think it's ridiculous I'll to plug come the, that. I'll go this time. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I Chelsea can... Peretti's on it. Other, great show. Zach Fox. Other people. Great lineup. Uh, just go to my website. I get. I feel this no, pressure ahead, now. No, because you're uh, over my shoulder. You're mad that I'm plugging my dates. More, not, it's just sort of. It's you know. It's weird when only one of the hosts is a stand-up, and the other doesn't plug anything, and then it feels it's. I think he, he could just be, recommend things that other people did that he likes. And be um, like, you should check out Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Fred Durst is super hot in it, and um, I love it still. Yeah, no, tomorrow tomorrow I'm at Northeastern University in Boston. Wednesday I'm at uh, Comedy Connection in Providence. Thursday, um, Middle East in Cambridge. And then Iron Horse Music Hall in Northampton. And then the day after that, Hamden, Connecticut, Space Ballroom. There's all my plugs. That's it. That's it. Those are all my plugs. Do you have any plugs, guys? Uh, when is this coming out, by the way? Monday. Well, maybe. When's yeah, our when? Uh, yeah, uh, Monday, San, Fr yeah. San Francisco. What's the venue called? It's on Sunday, dude. San Francisco. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be glad to have seen you there at the San Francisco <laughs> shows. Dune. Dune. David Lynch's Dune. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's fun. It's like you throw a little shine on something you like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess like I'm not really. Sunny isn't coming out till September, so yeah. don't don't do anything with respect to me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, bye bye. Well, thank you for listening. Bye -bye. Um, thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. That was good.